All right, meat. Don't be throwing that weak ass shit on this podcast. They're like throwing Molotov cocktails and shit when they're banging. They are so destructive. <laughs> Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that wears socks with sandals. Not usually. Ah, I saw that the other day. Well, not usually, I said. Mm-hmm. You want to explain usually yourself? Usually as in often, I guess. Would you like to explain yourself? Um, yard work. Mm-hmm. I like wearing socks. Yeah, you came in the other day from doing yard work, and you had on your flip-flops with socks, and you had some severe toe, camel toe going. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Toe camel toe? I guess to uh that would be the best way to avoid confusion. Mm-hmm. You had a real nasty camel toe going on. <laughs> it looked ridiculous though. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies, then having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. Mm-hmm. This is episode number 48. Dang. The great 48, as they call it. Do they? Yes, they do. Wow. Where? All over the place. All over the world. It's known as the Great 48. I've never heard that Yeah, before. well, you got to live a little. Okay. All right, everybody. Well, you know what time it is. It's Lobby Time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This is a time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to the movie we're going to be watching, but we still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime. Uh, a couple things. So we watched The Shawshank Redemption, which is 100 all the way across the board. Yeah. And you follow that up with, dude, where's my car? Mm-hmm. And I just kind of wanted to throw that out there. That's the kind of shit that you're going to get if you listen to Movie Mugging. You, you I'm never a wild know. card. I mean, we're... I don't want to say we're like a box of chocolates because that's just stupid. Yeah, that's corny. You, how dare you but think you, of that? But you really don't know what you're going to get from week to week. You just never know what Jack's going to pick. I mean, you never know really what I'm going to pick either. Yeah. But you're definitely the wild card in this. I was, I was going <laughs> to say you're a bit more predictable than I, I seem to be. Yeah. More or less, I'm going to pick every Fucking now and then bounce. a good movie that I know is good. Uh, secondly, you, uh, finally watched Tiger King. I did. Yeah. Any, any quick hits on that? Uh, Carol Baskin is definitely a murderer. <laughs> you think so? 100%. There is no way she didn't kill her husband. And I feel like she was my most hated character, honestly. I really despised her. And I hate how she just always wearing that, like, halo crown thing. That just heightens my sense of her arrogance even more like how are you going to go around wearing a a halo with that facial expression of oh peasants she thinks she's like a deity or some shit like she's crazy you know and they all were but she was like creepy crazy to me when you watch a documentary though or or anything that's true whoever puts it together they can edit it however they want to they can make anybody look any certain way so if they have a motive if they want to make Carol Baskin look like she's just a complete crazy bitch, they can do that. I think she is. Uh, yes, I 100% think she is. Just, I, I think I got to... In her interviews and her fake laughter that happens every sentence, she's crazy. She's very 
I don't know. There's something not right about her. Definitely not. And her fashion. Like, I want to, like, he he wanted to murder her. Joe Exotic wanted her dead. If I was going to burn down her house, it would not be for her her death. It would be to fucking destroy <laughs> all of her clothes. To get rid of her wardrobe? Yes. She was definitely the crazy one. Joe was crazy. There were two different crazies. Jeff Lowe was a, like a con man for sure. I didn't like him either because I've known people like him. Mm, like he's gross. I've talked about him before. My my old boss is a lot like that guy. Just gross. yeah, just kind of a, a gross individual. But, but did he have money? Your boss? Yeah, he did. Jeff didn't really have any, did he? Well, I think he did. But just like my boss, it's hard to know how much he really had compared True. to how much he spent. I remember one time, and I may have told this before, he was bragging about his new house and how he just ordered $5,200 worth of patio furniture. Yeah. And I'm thinking $5,200 for patio <laughs> furniture? What, really? I cannot imagine spending any more than bulk pickup for my patio furniture if I when I move out. <laughs> just go find some stuff on the street and go to Craigslist or something. Yeah. Hey, I'm not proud. I've picked up <laughs> stuff on the street before and brought it home. <laughs> the chair in my room at my desk... It's like a 12-year-old bulk pickup chair. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's, it's been one, in our house for so long. And it's one of the most comfortable chairs oh, in, in the house. It's all ripped up and everything. It's awesome. It's missing a wheel. You duct tape like a... Two-by-four. Like duct tape part of a two-by-four to it. Oh. That's a piece of wood. <laughs> I, <laughs> the best I could. I didn't realize that. <laughs> hey, we grew up poor, man. I can't tell you how many times my parents pulled shit off of a corner or off of somebody's yard who was I trying mean, to get rid of it. If it fucking works, it works. Even if we didn't need it. It's fucking free. It's a bargain. Like, I'd see it, and I'd know that's going to be in our house pretty soon. We don't (laughs) need that mini trampoline. Why the fuck's that in our house? (laughs) I mean, they have one. I know. (laughs) Yeah, they're collectors. Yeah, they're definitely collectors. Um, (laughs) All right, so if you're the three people in the world who've not seen Tiger King, check that out, because It's, it's, it's quite the ride. Like nothing else you've seen, and probably. There's some kooky characters in there. All right, you got anything else? Uh, no. All right, well, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. All right, I'm excited about this one. It came out in 1988. Okay. It's rated R. It's one hour and 48 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 97%. IMDb gave it 7.1 out of 10. Okay. 82% of Google users like this movie. Let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. A man has sex with a woman. Wow. A woman ties up a man in bed. And a woman tries to seduce a man in about three different ways in one scene. Wow. Yeah. I'm excited for this for a couple reasons. <laughs> You're going to get a boner? No, no. This movie's never given me a boner. This is our first crossover with the Film Stripping Podcast. This is the first movie that I have picked... That, that they have done. They did one, Moulin Rouge, mm-hmm. that we'd already done, but this is the first one that I'm picking that they've done, so, so that'll be fun. Secondly, well, you know what? I don't, I don't know that I want to say secondly at this point because yeah. I, I don't want to I don't want to put anything in your head. I don't want to influence you in any way. Uh, Do you know this movie? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've seen this movie many, 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 many if times, which I guess gives it away that I like the movie. This movie is called Bull Durham. Is this baseball? It is baseball. Okay. It does have a very familiar actor in it that we just recently watched. Why can't he be named Bill? Bill Durham? Is that a guy's name? It is It is not a, it's not a guy's name. Sounds like it'd be a guy's name. <laughs> a baseball player named Bull Durham. 
No, no. Uh, it does have a guy in there who we have seen recently, and all I'm going to say is that it's not Marky Mark. So, oh, do, uh, is that a hint? Uh, it might be. Uh, Andy Dufresne? All right, well, let's check it out. <laughs> let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 1988's Bull Durham. Yep. All right, meat. Don't be throwing that weak-ass shit on this podcast. I don't really want anyone to call me meat, <laughs> even though I know it means fresh meat. Not a very pleasing nickname. Would you rather I call you a cocksucker? Yeah, I'll throw you out for that one. <laughs> that was stupid. All right, well, let me give it the 50-cent tour. This movie is about Ebby Calvin Lelouch. Or Nuke. Or Nuke, as his nickname is. He is a minor league player that a... Uh, that a major league club spent a lot of money on, sent him down to the minors to kind of get his start. He's an erratic pitcher, but he can pitch like 95 miles an hour. Yeah, got a cannon for an arm. Since he's an erratic pitcher, they call on a journeyman, Crash Davis. He's a catcher. He's been to the show, and he's really good at kind of nurturing pitchers. He knows he's a good how to, teacher. He's just one of those guys that was brought on to mature him, and he does. It takes a while, and there's some definitely some some back and forth between the two, but yeah, Ebby ends up making the show in the end. Let's see what the internet has to say. In Durham, North Carolina, the Bulls minor league baseball team has one asset no other can claim, a poetry-loving groupie named Annie Savoy. As the team season begins, Annie selects brash new recruit Ebby Calvin Lelouch, whom she christens Nuke, to inspire with the religion of baseball. Nuke also receives guidance from a veteran player, Crash Davis, who settles Nuke's erratic pitching and teaches him to follow the catcher's lead. I totally forgot in my 50-cent tour to bring up Annie. Yeah. Annie is a woman who every year she picks one of the players to basically bang, but also kind of teach the religion of baseball, Mm -hmm. help them to become a better baseball player. Get them wrapped up in all of it. And from what it sounds like, every guy that she picks has a great year. Mm -hmm. All right. So before we get rolling in this, I know you're not a sports guy. You you don't watch any sports. You could pretty much care less about anything. Yeah. I used to love baseball like no other sport. I've been to baseball games like Mm -hmm. in person. I mean, it's always different, though, and I mean, I still don't love it. It's You just have to be that kind of person who likes the experience of being in the stadium. I don't particularly like that experience because it's just hot, crickets, yelling, <laughs> watching ants 10,000 feet below you play a sport. It's well, just not cool. Yeah, so... Hard to see if you're not rich. We had some decent seats before. Well, then I just don't remember because yeah. I didn't pay attention because it's fucking baseball. We were up pretty high one time, and it was evening, and the lights were attracting these flying crickets, and they were just going everywhere. And I don't think you could really concentrate on the game because you were worried about yeah. where the next cricket was going to mm-hmm. go. And I think a, one landed the on the lady. behind me. <laughs> she shook it off and... She she like hit it with a hat or something and it landed on me and she's just all screaming and I don't uh, like bugs very much either but so baseball I I grew up I played some baseball um, oh me too I was a, I was a pretty good pitcher I'll I'll go ahead and admit it but it was it was little league I didn't ever play in high school or anything I, I was better at soccer t ball <laughs> but one season. I really, really loved baseball. I used to go to a ton of games. Um, I worked in sports radio for a little while, and I went to all the games. I, I just saw the beauty of the game. There's so much going on in the game. It's 
you know, they talk about in this movie that it's you hit the ball, you catch the ball and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But there's so much more to it. There's so many games within the game. I mean, you got at one point, the only two people that matter is the pitcher and the batter. And everybody else is kind of waiting for something yeah. to happen. And so it's it's a, it's a war or a battle between those two. And then once the ball comes in play, then anything can happen. You, you know, it could be a double play. It could be a triple play. It could be a diving catch. It could be an inside-the-park home run. It could be a grand slam home run. I mean, there's so many different things that can happen in it. And and even smaller things like a sacrifice bunt or a... There's double plays, triple plays, everything. Yeah, I already said that, but thanks for you listening. Did? Yeah. Oh. You're bringing that weak-ass I mean, ear-listening shit. I'm, I was mostly just thinking in my head how playing baseball is probably pretty fun. Well, I know it was. I just remember I hated how itchy the pants were. But, Gosh. but I wouldn't. That would be something you would remember. I wouldn't want to be a batter. I, I like the thought more of playing further back in the field or and just being able to run backwards trying to catch the, the out, mm-hmm. the ball. <laughs> catch the I out. I think that's cool. Yeah, it's obviously you're not a sports guy. Well, I mean, yeah. I know more about football and soccer probably than most other sports because if there's a sport on TV in our house, it's football pretty much. Yeah, I typically like to watch football on TV. And then I played soccer from like when I was four till I was 11 or something like that. And you played soccer for a while. I would go to your games. Yeah, I played some indoor as an adult. And fuck, man. It was rough. It was rough. This I, fuck, So I played co-ed. Over 30 co-ed. Because I thought, you know, I love soccer. It'll be fun. We'll mm-hmm. just go out there and have a good it's time. Competitive. I fucking got knocked out. I went up for a header one time, and somebody took my legs out from under me, and I landed on my head. <laughs> and it was fucked up. I got knocked out. I couldn't feel my legs for like 10 seconds or something like that. That's, oh, that's that. a scary fucking thing. Yeah. Because then you're like, what happened to my neck? What about my right? spine? What happened? And nobody kicked the guy's ass. My brother-in-law played on the team. I'm like, how did nobody kick that guy's ass? Like, right? like go grab him by the jersey and break his just, nose? Yeah, just beat his ass. Well, I mean, but, that's also, that's assault. And all, his could be easily marked as an accident. I know, but in all seriousness. <laughs> breaking a nose. All maybe. seriousness, he was concerned about me. So I, I, I give him the pass on that. But still, <laughs> we, sh- we should have fucking got him. What about him. your sister? Right? Yeah, she played on the team, too. I mean, one of them should have tended to me, and one of them should have beat his ass. Or I guess it could have been a girl. Murderized him. And then another time, I fucking tore my MCL and meniscus playing. It's, but this is not the fucking World Cup, people. This is over 30 co-ed it's just, soccer. It's competitive. It's fucking stupid. It's hard to knock the competitive out of any sport. I'd pull up instead of hurt somebody, though. I wasn't going to fucking... <laughs> Come on, man. And Nobody's my, making money doing that. My competitive only really came out when I got mad. Yep. And Somebody did you wrong. Then I did them dirty, too. Yeah, so let's get back to the movie. Yep. Uh, a majority of this was Crash Davis, who's played by Kevin Costner, and uh, Nuke Lelouch, which is played by Tim Robbins. Andy which we, Dufresne. Andy Dufresne, which we just watched a couple weeks ago. Pretty big difference between those two characters. Yeah, one... Was so from Shawshank, he's like really smart, kind of reserved, a little bit sneaky and weird, but very, very, very smart. Mm-hmm. And then in this movie, he's like this dumb airhead character who's just he's really dumb and kind of arrogant and a little bit clueless. Yep. And that's just you couldn't get any further away. I like to think that he's kind of more of an Andy Dufresne in real life. He just kind of looks like he'd be like that. I love the dynamics between Crash Davis 
<laughs> Love hate relationship. And, and Nuke Lelouch, yeah. Yeah, like like you said, Tim Robbins' character, Nuke, is fucking arrogant. He already thinks he knows it all because he got like a hundred thousand dollar contract from the big leagues and he bought himself a Porsche. And he just thinks what he's the shit. Waste. He thinks he's already arrived, but he hasn't. With your first contract, and it's only a hundred thousand dollars, you don't buy a Porsche. That shit is not guaranteed. So Crash Davis is brought on and Right away, he starts fucking with with Nuke Lelouch. Mm-hmm. They get in a little fight. But what I like best is catchers call pitches, and they say, all right, bring the heat, bring the curveball, bring mm-hmm. the slider, whatever. And Nuke would sometimes tell him, I, I don't want that pitch. And so when that would happen, Crash would tell the batter, hey, here's what's coming next, and mm-hmm. he'd knock the shit out of it and hit a home run, and he'd go out there and say – Damn, that fucking thing got out in a hurry, went a long way. And <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it's like I, it's like he knew what I was gonna throw. He did. Mm-hmm. I told him. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I love the back and forth between the between those two. And there was never real hate, but they stayed bros throughout the whole thing. So let's talk about Annie, played by Susan Sarandon. So she picks a player, like I said, at the beginning of every year, and she narrowed it down to Crash and Nuke. And they were sitting on the couch, and she's like, you know, I'm trying to figure out which one of you. And Crash just gets up and said, you know, fuck, I'm going to make a choice, and my choice is to leave. I don't want any woman who's interested in that boy talking about Nuke. And also, he doesn't want it to be up to a decision. Like, it's not that, that's not how that works. Right. Which, I think that's true. But but he digs her. Yeah, he does. And, and he really wishes that he could have her. He's thinking about her a lot. Nuke. Just wants to fuck anybody and everybody. Yeah, anything that moves. And so she's interested in him, so he's interested in her. And so that dynamic was was kind of fun, mm-hmm. watching those two together. Initially, I didn't love her casting. It, it just didn't kind of seem right for her behavior because she was a little bit older than I would normally expect someone acting that way would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, I mean, it worked out because Kevin Costner was a little bit older than Lelouch. And the fact that Kevin Costner and Annie get together in the end, mm-hmm. it makes it better. So you didn't you didn't think she and Calvin Lelouch were a good couple? No, no. All right, you ready for your mind to be blown? Did they date in real life? They fell in love during the filming of Bull Durham, and they are still together. Really? Yep. How old is she? I think there's a twelve year age difference. Yeah, he's sixty one. Yeah, I think she's. Uh, if she if it's twelve, then she's seventy three. Yeah, she's seventy three. Dang, she was forty three or forty two or forty three when this came out. She just seemed a little too old for it. She was so like high school behavior, mm-hmm. and normally a woman of the age of forty plus or whatever wouldn't really act like a high schooler. I mean, with the exception of that old single cougar lady who goes to the bars, but <laughs> that's different. That's what you're going to end up with. <laughs> You know, no. I used to have an issue with her casting, too. Not really an issue, but I felt like... It just is a little off. It doesn't quite work, but the more I've seen this movie, the more I realized she's been doing this for years. And then, yeah, that's where my... I don't know what the word is. It made it better. She's getting towards retirement. That she had right? been this baseball groupie for so many mm-hmm. seasons, like 10-plus years probably. And so then that's just like, that's her life. That's just what she does and what she's good at. And she's kind of like the, she could pass off as like one of the hotter mom type ladies. Yeah, I agree. She's, so. she's an attractive woman. And I think she nailed the character that they played for, kind of like gypsy-ish. And yeah, definitely. she has her own lifestyle. Definitely has her own lifestyle. 
So the minor leagues, they were playing single A ball, and single A ball rides buses places. Mm. Sometimes shitty buses. Fancy. They don't make much money at all. I mean, some of these people. That's why he's stupid for blowing however much a Porsche costs from a hundred K that early on. Like, I'm only gonna buy things like that whenever I know I'm fine to do so. But you hear about it all the time. Well, you probably don't because you don't keep up with sports or news or anything like that. But so many people grow up, sometimes they grow up with nothing. And then they excel, yeah. they, they get a free ride to college, and then when they get out, they get a big signing bonus, they get a big contract. And they go crazy. They, they've never had money before, so it's like, I'm going to buy my mom a house, I'm going to buy myself a house, I'm going to buy myself a Lamborghini, I'm going to buy myself a $22,000 watch. I mean, that's, they go crazy like that. I don't that. even like wearing watches. Right. Or I, n- I never, ever wear watches or necklaces or bracelets or rings. You didn't count your Prince Albert, so you do have a little bit of jewelry. Oh, I forgot. I was like, wait, why have I heard that term recently? You and the Tiger King? Was, yeah, Joe Exotic has a Prince Albert. In the movie Teeth, there's a Prince Albert. <sighs> that was a funny movie. So you want to... From what I remember. You want to talk about just in one sentence what the movie Teeth is about? Toothy vagina. That, that bites, bites you? Bites off dicks. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we have not watched that yet. You you know what? I'll probably play one of the greatest movies ever and done. I'll just wait until and you play. We'll, like we'll give it a hundred within the first ten minutes, and then next week you'll follow up with Teeth. Hmm. Yeah, Teeth is a strange one. Yeah, you think a vagina with teeth? Well, it's like she can't quite control it either. She's not really sure. Trying to discover, and then by the end, she knows what she's doing. Does she eat with it? Can you like put a, a drumstick down there and Probably, just, like just pull out a naked bone? She would get pleasure cool. and feed her. Feed How her many hunger. rows of teeth are in there? <laughs> I don't know. Is You're the one who's watched the, it. On the inside, or is it like, like, like a, a funnel <laughs> shape with a fuckload of t- rows of teeth all in circles? No, where it's like like piranha or something. That's another piranha. That was a funny movie. Man, I'm getting some ideas. <sighs> Great. You will see that before too long. I can't fucking wait. But to get back to single A ball, uh-huh. yep. I went to a single A ball game, and it just had a really cool feel to it. And a guy hit a home run, and some lady came and was passing around a hat to put some donations in. And then in the end, they went and gave him the the wow. money that was in there, which it's I thought was pretty cool. more of a family rather than a fan base. Dude, it, yeah, it really, really was. And I love... I like that. I loved baseball. I've been to several opening days where it's just fucking magical, man. I love the sights, the sounds, the smell. I just, I love everything about it. I got a little burned out when I went to every game for my job. And once it kind of became a job and once I met the players and talked to the players and found out so many of them were just complete assholes, which really ruined a lot of things. I had people that I considered like heroes Mm -hmm. that just turned out to be fucking a-holes. And it's mixing hobby with job or yeah. ho- hobbies with jobs can be very bad. It can also end up being the greatest decision you ever made. It can be a blessing or a curse mm-hmm. because I loved everything sports. I went to school to be a sports broadcaster, and then I got an opportunity to work in radio and do sports. And I did a lot of go to the locker rooms, talk to people. After a while, it became a job. Yeah. And after a, a while, I was like, fuck, I got to go again tonight. I was gone on the weekends. I was gone in the evenings. It was like, fuck, these hours suck. So I got out of it. But take like um, like podcasting. 
Mm-hmm. Like if this became our job, that'd be pretty kick-ass. But at the same time, if I started getting paid and I started feel like that people have certain expectations of you, I want to do this for me and for us. There's I more pressure that way. Right? I don't want that pressure. But in the meantime, you should go check out our Patreon where we give all this oh, stuff yeah. out, all this extra stuff and stuff like that. I, fuck, I, we'll never have a Patreon. You know, mm. I just, I want to be able to, to just give this free and, and I don't want to have to keep up with a bunch of other shit anyway. And who the fuck would even pay to listen to this? We'll I, just have, don't, I don't know that either. We'll just have an OnlyFans on the side. What is that? <laughs> so basically any girl around my age on their Twitter, there's like an OnlyFans link, which is like a paid subscription for nudes and stuff like that. We, we can fucking do that. Yeah. I was saying, we'll just, instead of a Patreon, we'll have, we'll each have our own OnlyFans. Or you can see some hairy butt crack and hairy belly action. Yeah, how much we charge for that? Uh, what do you think? What do you think is fair? Probably like fifty bucks a month for me, twenty five bucks a month for you. <laughs> you know, in Patreon, which is another thing that I just don't get about Patreon, is people like for one dollar a month. I'll say thank you once. Yeah, and no, I'm and look, not paying and for I'm, that. Look, I'm not trying to diss anybody who's got a patreon if you're wanting to make money that's great but so you get 12 people to sign up for your one dollar a month patreon you know congratulations and like i if there are some people out there who are getting hundreds of dollars a month man that's that's fucking awesome people get i'm sure thousands we're we're not those people so here's here's (laughs) here's the deal millions of listeners will always be a free podcast hashtag free the nipple (laughs) what you don't know what that is either no from my understanding, this was years ago, like 2015 or something. Wow. Women were upset that men could have their shirts off and mm-hmm. women couldn't. And like there was going to be like more topless beaches or like the, you could be topless. I stand behind that. I did too. I was stationed in Europe for several years. Hey, you, did you go to nude beaches? Not nude beaches. Damn. But like there's a lot of topless beaches. Well, yeah. I in Germany, that. in Spain. And we always joked when we went over there, we were going to go. It was called the Schwimmbot. And I, I guess, I don't know, it was like a bunch of swimming pools and then a bunch of places where you could lay around in the, in the grass. And one of the guys who'd been there longer said, yeah, the, the girls are topless there. And we were like, let's go. Let's go. But <laughs> I don't want to walk around with a boner at the same time. Well, you, you got know? some nice army pants on. They're no, hard No, you don't wear right? army pants to go swimming in. Well, you know, I we mean, I thought y'all walked around kind of, did y'all have like casual clothes? Fuck yeah, man. Oh. When you were off, you were off. You know, you could go out and wear whatever the fuck you wanted to. Oh, so, then jeans. Just wear jeans. Yeah, jean jeans, shorts. Yeah, I mean, I always wore, athle- wore athletic shorts throughout high school and mm-hmm. school forever. You grew up from a very early age. You never wore pants. You always wore shorts. It could be fucking 10 degrees outside. You would That's refuse true. to wear pants. So we didn't give a shit. It was like, whatever, man. You know, It's not like you're going to be outside very long. So you always wore athletic shorts. I started wondering about 7th or 8th grade... Pretty soon, he's going to ask for some pants, or he's going to ask for some shorts. different kind of shorts that that he can hide certain things in, where he's not where he's not going to get busted with certain things happening. Dude, you never did, man. I actually had the legendary story. I got called up to do something with and, a Woody, and thank fucking god that my boner committed suicide <laughs> because it's just like there's the secret to it that my, that my friend in like fifth grade told me. Maybe not f- fifth grade. I don't know. But he said what he always does is he'll like crouch 
and they're like in like a squat position. So like if he's at school, he'll hover over his chair. And he said, "Then think of your grandparents doing something." And he said, "It works for him like a charm." So it's like I a- tried not to do that, but. Hey, Jack, can you come up and work this problem on the board? Hang on, let me squat loud, and think about something loud first. loud gunshot from my pants. <laughs> come on, commit it. Commit suicide. I've never boner. heard of boner suicide. That's awesome. <laughs> I never got busted either, from my knowledge. I mean, I, I can remember back in my eighth and ninth grade days. Putting fucking, a pillow on your lap? No, just, uh, I, I got to adjust my keys and, you know, just worried as hell that I was going to get called up. And I was wearing jeans. Of course, I'm really big down there so you know there's, uh, there's no hiding that but but teachers got to understand don't call people to the front yeah you should never call like a, a middle school or, or even you a high school a boy to, but up to do anything boners because look here's the thing ladies and i don't know if you know this or not you don't have to be thinking about sex when you're younger just to get a boner sometimes it sometimes just fucking they're happens just there yeah boners are just like hey guys i'm here i'm awake what's going on yeah and that's not cool. It's not cool. <laughs> that's pretty inconvenient. It's, I mean, I got through that phase in my life. Thank God. That is an awkward phase. You already have all these things going on, and then you got to deal with surprise boners. Constant bonerism. <laughs> yeah. What so, movie do we watch? We watch Boner oh, Durham. It's a documentary about that guy named Bull Durham. Yeah, it's stupid because they're the Durham Bulls. Yeah. So why did they call it Bull Durham? Because it sounds better. Are the Durham Bulls real? Yeah. Oh yeah, cool. All right, so uh, this is our and podcast, we're folks. Back we, we've talking talked about, about boners. We've talked about this before. We our conversation goes where our conversation goes, and today it went to boners and vaginas with teeth. So let's <laughs> let's go with favorite parts of Bull Durham, the movie. Fuck, we actually watched. Uh, I pretty much liked every part with Kevin Costner in it. He had a great name too, Crash Davis. Yeah, that's such a cool name, but. Pretty much anything with him in it when they're on the field and uh, Crash is just teaching him, you better listen to my fucking calls or else they're getting a home run, mm-hmm. which that happened twice, I think. I don't know. Just their relationship was probably my favorite part. I, I loved it too. Pretty much everything where they were doing the back and forth. One of my favorite scenes, though, Nuke's having a, a good game and Crash walks out to the mound. He's like, all right, this next pitch, I want you to hit the mascot. And he's uh-huh. like, what? I'm having a great game. Why would I do that? He's like, hit the mascot. And so he pitches, and he hits the mascot in the head. The mascot falls down. And Crash looks at the batter. He's like, hey, man, that's how he is. I have no idea where this next pitch is going. Yeah, it could go could at your head, head. Could go out of the stadium, whatever. I wouldn't be standing there all strong. Or what. He said <laughs> yeah. something of the likes of get ready to dodge if yep. you have to. And so he ended up striking him out. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was that was really funny. That was funny. All right, buckets of chicken. Let's give them out. Uh, I'm going to have to give it to Kevin Costner. Absolutely. He's such a great actor. This was the role that Kevin Costner was born for. This, honestly. I mean, I love Dances with Wolves. Um, I, I love the only movie. other one I recognize him from. He's in a movie called No Way Out where he was really good. I mean, he's been in a ton, a shit ton of movies. I think I looked it up, and it's, it's upwards near 60. And my guess is wow. he's probably pretty great in all of them because he's just a great actor. Probably pretty wealthy. <laughs> yeah, he's very wealthy. But I, I got to say, he was perfect in this role. 
I, I think so too. I, I feel like I'm starting to get a boner right now, just talking about how perfect he was in this. Well, that's not a random boner. So like give we me a second to squat earlier. and think about grandparents you're, doing you're it. You're facing me with your legs spread. Well, the way you're sitting, <laughs> you're man spreading. Why a little are you bit. looking down there? That's that's just weird. It's in dude. my peripheral vision. I'm looking through my lava eye right now. Your yeah, your lava lizard eye. Yeah, you're breathing through my there. My Mayan left eye. It's the Aztec right. No, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. See this movie, guys. It's it's yes, if please. you haven't seen it already, it's it's definitely a classic. All right, it's score time. <sighs> I don't I'm kind of torn. Are you? Yeah. I love this movie. I've seen it tons of times. I'll watch it anytime it's on. Matter of fact, I love baseball movies, and I know film stripping did a whole month on baseball movies. Oh. I've seen Sandlot One and this. Oh, Sandlot Two is a fucking dumpster I've fire. I've seen I've seen many clips of that. I watched it the other day because it was such a train wreck. It's the same exact story. Just They've, with much worse cast. They they lost like a, a NASA spaceship looking thing across there, and it's the dog, and they're still trying to get it, and it is just horseshit, absolute <laughs> garbage. But I couldn't look away. <laughs> They had they had some girls, which was was cool, but you play ball like a girl. Oh, it was so bad. And even at the end, they had the kid who hopped over, and then the dog chases him through the town or whatever. And it's like what, you at least could have made the story a what little about bit Squints different with the lifeguard. Uh, no, I didn't. I don't remember a lifeguard scene. That would have been just over the top. I would have yeah. just had to turn it off at that point. I always really liked the tobacco scene, and they're they're on that spinning yep. ride, and they're throwing they, up. They think they're cool, having some chaw. Yeah, I remember I ate spaghettios one time while I was watching that, and their throw up basically looks like soupy spaghettio sauce, <laughs> and it kind of fucked me up for a minute. Yeah, they might have had spaghettios before they put the there tobacco no in something O's, like though. that. Wow. Halfway down. I'm stuck between two numbers. Here you go. Well, stuck I, every between fucking week a range. Is what you do. Well, you didn't give your score. I, I know because you interrupted me with oh, Sandlot sorry. talk. Okay, go ahead. I love baseball movies. This one is by far my favorite. Uh, 95, man. I love Bull Durham. Man. It's, it's one of my all time favorite movies. Even though I didn't give it 100, I can still say it's one of my all time favorite movies at a 95. Yeah, I'm going to have to give it, I think, a 96. Wow. That, that's where I'd been hovering. Okay. I, I enjoyed it the entire time. Mm-hmm. I don't think there were... There were a few times where I thought maybe they'd start a downhill trend with one person's life or Kevin Costner and Tim Robbins' relationship. And I was really... I was anticipating downfall at some point. And the fact that that never happened and it was basically just a feel-good movie the whole time... I really enjoyed that. Now, I want to get back to something real quick that you talked about. There was, at the end, several sex scenes between Kevin Costner's character and Susan Sarandon's character, and they were just like, we're fucking getting after it wherever we are. Yeah, they could just That really bothered you. Well, I I understand the, oh, let's bang over here, let's bang over there. But they're like throwing Molotov cocktails (laughs) and shit when they're banging. They are so destructive. (laughs) I, I can't understand that. They're breaking bowls of cereal, dumping out a fuckload of milk, knocking over every utensil in the kitchen just so they can get on this rickety wooden kitchen table and have uncomfortable sex. But, I mean, I can understand the, oh, let's be crazy and bang on the kitchen counter. But in my head, I would be like, hold on a second, let's clear it off. (laughs) Rather than, I'm going to spill salt and pepper all over the fucking floor 
and let's throw the fridge on the ground just so it can get on the back of the fridge and bang on it. And let's just destroy everything. Let's rip up the toilet so we got more room <laughs> in the bathroom floor to fuck. I mean, that's a little more than they I, did. Yeah, but it's just they're one that's wasteful of money and fucking if it's food you're wasting food or drink. And it's just fucking like All right. have patience, you fucking cavemen. You you got a hot girl who wants to bone you and she's like, let's she shoot it on. She wants to bone me? Yeah. Well, okay. Damn. No, I don't <laughs> I'll, I'll just leave. Pass. Hard pass. The art of pegging is not okay. my favorite. You so you have I'm not even gonna ask what that is. You have it's a hot woman strap on up your butt. Okay. Um, so getting anally fucked by a woman. I, I mean, I figured that's most where it was likely go. like a twelve-inch dildo because what dildo isn't big? I'd fuck if I know. Yeah, fuck that. Funny story, and then I'll get back to the girls boning. Um, what I like to do sometimes. Have I talked oh. about that? I, I I don't know. No, sometimes I'll. Uh, You're talking about we're talking about pegging, and then you go. You know what? Sometimes <laughs> uh, there's this thing I like to do sometimes. Yeah, let me uh, let me go ahead and, and and shut that down right now. Sometimes I'll, we'll get in bed and uh, Olivia will still be putting her. I'm look. Just I, hurry up. Yeah, Olivia will be whatever, <laughs> like brushing her teeth or washing her face or doing something Routine. in there. And we, she usually likes to watch like House Hunters or something and fall asleep to it. Every now and then I'll kind of flip around and I'll find mm. like there's a channel where it's like fifty percent off sex toys that's just <laughs> on all the time. And so I'll, I'll put that on, turn it down, and just see how long it it takes her to. To figure out what's on, and some of the contraptions and some of the things they have on there are just incredible. So like, like twenty-four have like a, section like a, anal beads, like a big old dildo, and then it has like a, a little U-shaped thing, the that, butthole. Yeah. Toucher. So, it, and then they have like this thing called the rabbit or something that just—I don't know, dude. It's just do women like really, really enjoy sex toys? Well, I mean, it's also a thing in society where it's like sexy and. I don't know what the word is, like sexy and normal for a woman to have a sex toy. Right? Like what woman doesn't is how it feels. But it's like, wow, if you get like, if men get a sex toy, what is wrong with you? Can't you just get some pussy or something? So I I think... Which, I mean, it's just one of those gender stigmas or whatever. And and let's just talk about it. As a man, I mean, I don't want to gross you out, but fuck, I'm ready to go, man. You, like you, the, you don't need that. Take the batteries out of that fucking thing. Throw it in the trash. You don't need it, man. I'm I'm here to serve you. And if I'm not good enough, tell me what I need to do. Right? We don't need this thing because you got me. I love the face you're making. I really enjoy <laughs> hearing my dad say, I want to fuck. I'm just saying that I don't think you should need something like that. I want to think that that I could fulfill your needs. Probably messier, though. <laughs> You're so grossed out right now. I yeah, love it. I am. <laughs> Where was I even fucking going with this? Oh, yeah. If you have a woman who wants you to bone her, okay? She doesn't want to bone me this She's time. She's hot. She wants it right now. She's just one of those, like, it's playboy not like, bunny babes. It's not like, let's go to the bedroom. It's like, she's fucking, she just, let's do it right yeah. fucking now. You're you're telling me, well, hold on. Let me let me put the cap on the milk and yes. put it back in the fridge. Let me close this box of weenies. You don't necessarily put have back to put in it cabinet. in the fridge. You just need to close it up. And then she's like, you know what? The moment's passed. I'm going to go use a dildo now with a, with a butt thing. I don't want to spill the milk. Okay. 
It depends, because he literally was eating cereal, and she's like, want to dance? Mm -hmm. And he threw his bowl of cereal really hard into in the, the sink. sink. Yeah, at least it was in what the sink. What a fucking dumbass. Well, she like, didn't mind. So how about set it down on the counter three feet from you, stand up, <laughs> put the cap on the milk, move that, and then go. Like, horny doesn't leave super fast, from my experience at least. <laughs> And so it's not like Gross. the only thing that could like make it go away or whatever besides the obvious is like something really bad happening. And it's just something that'll completely shift your mood. Yeah. Like, like, see, like I seeing do someone's it. arm get cut off or something. Then you're like, oh. Or I want to do it, but you want to clean the, the house first. Oh, that is not clean. Oh, the look, house. There's, there's some... Yeah, putting the, if putting the cap on a milk is cleaning the house, then I've been doing fucking great. Let's get it on. Hold on. There's dust on the ceiling fan. Let me get that You're off first. Well, I mean... <sighs> so who would be your number one girl that you would want to have relations with? I know you really like Selma Hayek, that one time we were watching. Well, that, that. But yeah, everything else I've seen with her, I'm not as impressed. Okay, so let's talk about... That sounds bad. I, I just don't well, it think is she what looks it is. as pretty. It is what it is. So give me, give me a top tier for you. Top tier, like celebrity well, or anyone? Well, somebody that I'll at least know. Don't say Karen from chemistry class because that's not really going to be no, helpful. No, that doesn't work. Somebody that you find really, really hot that I would know. Well, I'm trying to think. Cardi B. Let's say no. Cardi B. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> that, that caught me off guard, though. I don't know. So you can't name a hot girl? Not that you would know. Really? I'm just trying to think of like the okay, no, I'm so, thinking of my number one. There's okay, a little I more. I don't fucking care about a number that. one. Give me a top ten. Who's a oh, hot dear. girl? It's like, I, we'll just go Selena Gomez. She's pretty. Okay, Selena Gomez. I'm trying to think of other. You're at her house. Singers. You're eating cereal. Ariana Grande's hot. Okay, so let's say it's the two of them. Selena oh. Gomez, Ariana Grande. You're eating some fucking Wheaties, and they're like, Jack, you fucking take me on this table right now. You're not going to be like, well, let's... I'm let's not going to... My first reaction is not, wham! Let's throw <laughs> throw this fucking bowl of cereal in the sink like a dodgeball to the nerdy kid. Let's put a... Wham! <laughs> shatter! And then, oh, this milk, fuck off! Like the, the challenge or whatever where people go into Walmart and grab two things of milk and slam them on the ground. I'm not doing that. I'm You'll not be like, spiking the milk in the fucking kitchen. Hey, let's put a vinyl tablecloth on this table in case it gets messy. Let's go get a couple pillows real quick. Um, Ariana, will, will you? No, it's more like. Will you put the lid on the pickle jar first? Let's be sensible. Let's not knock this shit over. So you would be like, no, I ain't doing it? Because then you also got to clean the fucking mess after. Dude, you don't think it'd be worth it? No, it would be worth it, but I'm saying let's be people here. <laughs> let's be civilized. Let's not destroy our belongings. Oh, gosh, terrible. What's wrong with this? I've Everything, or everything's right with it. Guys, yeah. uh, you can find us talking more about sex and sex toys on our Patreon. All you got to do is subscribe. On you our know, OnlyFans. Yeah, OnlyFans. You'll see our nipples, and on our Patreon, our, our <laughs> extra sex talk. something people pay for. Jack will for men. walk you through how to make a homemade fleshlight with Prison a- Prison pocket pussy. <laughs> There's actually a story to that, but we're not telling it today. No. It'll God. be a while. You know what? For a father and son, we talk about some shit together. <laughs> I mean, I did not like some <laughs> shit you had to say today. When I'm there, 
I already have pre-cum in my pants. I'm just so ready to slip inside of your mother. Pre-cum? I never You're said that. Nasty. Oh, I never said that. I'm ready. But you could... My dick is hungry. Bull Durham, ladies and gentlemen. Brings out the best in us. Yeah. So if you really want to hear a podcast all about Bull Durham, head on over to Film Stripping. Something more and... in-depth and less asshole-ish. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. Anything else about Bull Durham or uh, anything else awful that you want to talk about or cover? Or we're we going to save that for our uh, Patreon exclusives? We'll just save that for whenever we get to it. Yeah. You know we're going to get to it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to episode number 48 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. Uh, you can also email us at gmail.com. We appreciate you listening. It's always going to be free here at Movie Muggin. We love you guys, and we will catch you later. Meet. See ya. Jason Voorhees, go suck a dick. <laughs>